1 Corinthians 15, 42. It's on the screens. It's in your, your handouts. Amen. Let's read it together. So will it, will, will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. Amen. Hold on, y'all. Okay, they, they changed it up here. For, verse 43. Okay, I have it. I was looking for it up there. Okay. Okay, verse 43. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Let's give God some praise for his word. Amen. We're starting a new series today entitled uh, Seeds, Seeds for Needs. Amen. See, let's see that, 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 that uh, theme screen real quickly. Seeds for Needs. Amen. The sermon series. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Seeds for needs. That's that's the series. Amen. Uh, Y'all good? Good to be in the house of the Lord. Thank you for being here. Let's give God some praise. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. So, let's see. If you're young in this house, is it, is it youth church today? No, not today. Okay. But if you're young in this house, just know when the adults are standing, we want you standing too. Amen. Amen. So if they're standing for scripture, if they're standing for a song, you should be standing as well. Um. Put your uh, mobile devices away, please. Do not be in those devices. Amen, somebody. Amen. Now, sometimes they have little babies doing something on an iPad or something like that. I probably can tolerate that rather than them screaming and hollering or something. I'm fine, fine with that. But a teenager, you know, a, a, a middle schooler should be able to be attentive. Amen, somebody. And let me remind that uh, those who take your children to children's church, that you should bring your children to church as well. This church, big church. Amen. Don't just leave them in there for, for 11 years. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, you're laughing, but folk have done that. And studies have shown that if you leave them in, if you don't bring them to big church, they, they don't gravitate to this, and they don't connect to this. And uh, those who've had, you, had even youth church that takes them out of church completely, uh, when, they, when they get to be adults, they don't come to ch back to church. They've had church all those years separately, apart from this experience, and then they disconnect. So it's important to have this connection as well. Amen? Even for babies. I remember, remember when my... Son was in the first grade. You know, I make sure, we made sure he was in here too. Amen. Second grade, third grade, fourth grade, in here too. Amen, somebody. 
Now, that's a little, it's a little more work based on the activity of your child. Amen. But put the work in. Amen. Put the work in. There's a section in the church back here for families with small children. Families with small children. And uh, if you're in that section and you don't have families, uh, if you don't have small children with you, 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 you know, next Sunday, get in this section over here because they're going to disturb you over there. Amen. So uh, that section is for them and it's for the uh, praise team members and the band team members and their families. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to mention a couple of things. Family movie night. One thing that Sylvia did say was everything is free. Amen. Even the food is free. So y'all come out. Amen. And the movie title is uh, The Case for Christ, right? Beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. The Case for Christ. Uh, and uh, so please come out yourselves and please bring others and invite others. Uh, make it a family experience. Uh, also, for those with small kids, remember we got a summer camp this summer. Y'all ready for the word today? Hmm, you sure? Yeah. Let me see. Let me look in your eyeballs. I got my glasses on. I got my spectacles on. We got some graduates. Congratulations. Amen. We're going to acknowledge y'all next Sunday. I've been seeing folk uh, was, you know, achieving high and things of that nature. We're thankful to God for that. Um, I see a few leaders not sitting in the right place. <laughs> Amen. Y'all supposed to be in the first J and above. Okay, you got, you got two more times. It's, this is strike number one, strike number two, strike number three, and then I'm going to start calling names. Two more times. Only one more. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm giving some grace, so two more times. Two more times. Amen, somebody. Uh, and you're supposed to be on time for church, especially the leaders. Amen, somebody. Y'all going to want me to be finished in 45 minutes, right? Seriously. If I went an hour and 15 minutes... <laughs> You'd be a little perturbed about that, wouldn't you? No, I'm serious. I mean, I can preach for an hour easily. Amen, somebody. But uh, for your, on your behalf, we make it preaching series and make it interconnect, and we respect your time. Amen, somebody. This time is about God. Amen. Who's more important than God? I mean, I know I'm the pastor and all that stuff, but who's more important than God? Nobody. Nothing. Nothing and nobody. Amen. And these first things, they send messages to God. Amen. These, these small little things. Uh, I remember one of my seminary professors saying, big doors swing on little hinges. Amen. 
you know. In other words, little things do count. Amen. Um, let's get into this message, the seed. Uh, seeds for needs, amen. You know, th this is one of the first mentions in the Bible. Did you know that? That one of the first mentions in the Bible is about seeds. That seeds would be made available to produce a harvest for our sustenance so that we would be sustained. Amen? That it would produce fruit and foliage and trees and, you know, uh, for our beauty and, and food for our consumption. Amen? So seeds are what? Vital. Vital. I mean, we're distant from it now because we're not an agricultural society. But if you grew up in the rural, you know the importance of a seed. Amen? You know when you plant a seed and when you sow it in the certain season of the year that it will produce a harvest. And you plant one seed and, and it produces multiple crops. Amen? Not just one. Not just one for one, but a multiplication factor comes into play as a result of the seed. Amen? And... Uh, you know, in biology, uh, we're taught, we, 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 that, that, that terminology carries further. The seed, um, fertilizing the egg, amen, producing life, amen. And so seeds have import for every aspect of our lives. Uh, and uh, they are, even though out of sight in terms of the produce industry, uh, the food industry, and all the things that arrive now at our doorsteps. We can order food and now it arrives. Amen. But let something happen to the seeds. Amen. Famine, hardship, struggle. Amen. So we need to pray for what? Pure seeds, uh, the flourishing of the seeds. And guess what? In order for a seed to produce, it's got to have good what? Soil. Mm-hmm. And soil and the contamination of the, of the produce is part of what uh, uh, the industry is fighting against. Pesticides and different contaminants in the soil and improper rotate, rotation and utilization of the soil. And in essence, it can produce an inferior fruit. Hmm? And in some instances, something harmful if managed improperly. And now you got folks splicing seeds and folk biologically engineering seeds. And, you know, they're contaminating and they're uh, infecting, in some instances, the seed. And, and guess what? That will contaminate, infiltrate us and do damage to us. Hmm? Seeds are important. You know, and we're going to be talking about the importance of the seed and and in this text today, the first text, it talks about, so it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. You know, the thing that's fascinating about a seed is, it's dead. It's dead. In many instances, it can be dead and dried up for years. Hmm? You, you look at a seed and like, wait a minute now, it's dried up. It looks lifeless, but in there is the substance of life. With the right combination, soil, fertilizing, 
sunlight, water. Amen? It comes alive again. Amen? And the Word of God says that we are like seeds, that we are a type of seed. Amen? And guess what? It goes on to say that further, when we die, we can have a fresh start, a new beginning, if we are seated in the right soil. Amen, somebody. That this perishable becomes imperishable. This, this mortal becomes immortal. Amen. This, this, this body that has an expiration date in this life wakes up to no expiration date. Eternal life, everlasting life, if it's seated properly. Amen, somebody. If it's been you know, infiltrated by the right seed. Satan came through. Y'all remember that? And, uh, and what he did, he contaminated the seed. That's you and I. Genesis 3.15, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heels. Amen. So, so when we rebelled and revolted against God, we contaminated ourselves. Hmm? And we came over to the side of the enemy, and the enemy then per- perverts our future. You know, he, he distorts our future. He, he messes up our destiny. That's what the enemy does. And, and, and he is at odds with our seed. So now our seed, our children, they come in the world with this, you know, original sin. This is sin that's inherited and this, this, this nature that's corrupted. A sinful nature is then born as a result of, re- of the rebellion. But God, through Jesus Christ, came into the world to do battle with the enemy and to take the seed back. Amen, somebody. Take the seed back. To infiltrate the seed with the spirit. Because when we revolted, we divorced ourselves from the spirit that brought us alive. That gave us potential. That shaped us. And we allowed something to come in and seed us that was a contaminant. A poisonous element. But Jesus came. He said, I came that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. I came to seek and to save that which was lost. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So here he comes on the scene to produce life in us again, to renew our potential, to give us brand new opportunities, and to open our minds afresh to being like him. Amen. So the seed is no longer closed off from God, but the seed is working in cooperation and collaboration with God. Amen, somebody. So Jesus, he is the seed. And the seed for us of the faith is the word of God. Amen. The word rewrites our code, rewrites our DNA. It rewrites our minds. The Word of God says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. 
So he's renewing our minds, praise God. He re he's renewing our bodies, and he's remaking us in his image. And, you know, usually when we talk about seeds, we talk about sowing and reaping and a harvest and and, and, and one aspect of the seed is talked about, that's the financial sowing and the increase and in reward that comes as a result of sowing financially. But seed is also a seed of being, becoming. Amen? If the right seed is in me, I can become something different. I can become something better. I can become something prosperous. I can become something enlightened, informed, knowledgeable, wise. Amen? Because I'm no longer disconnected from God, but I am connected by God because he's seeded me. He's occupied me. He's taken up residence in me, and his spirit can grow and flourish. It can flower, if you will. That's why when you're in Christ, you're always getting way more beautiful on the inside than you are on the outside. These bodies of ours deteriorate, but they will become the seed for brand new glorified bodies if we're in Christ. Amen. When we die, death is not to die from the, for the Christian. We're absent from the body and present with God. And in the presence of God, that's the soul, the soul of the kingdom. And we are rebirthed, reborn in his image and likeness, praise God. And he makes us over. Amen. Don't you look forward to the day? Amen. I just think it's going to be a wonderful day, a day of equality. Amen. A day of equality. A day where, uh, you know, no more competition, contrast, comparison, you know, envy, jealousy. Amen. Giftings disseminated and appreciated. Amen. God's got some gifts for us all. He's got some crowns for us all. He's got some blessings for us all. Not just on the other side. He has them on this side for us as well. He builds character by seeding us with the Spirit of Christ. By being born again and filled with the Spirit, he begins to reshape and remold re re our characters to look more like his. And he takes care of the curse, the contaminant of the enemy. Amen, somebody. So the reason the Son of God appeared in 1 John 3 and 8, the, the B section, was to destroy the works of the devil. Amen? To get rid of his contaminating us, to get rid of his infiltrating us, to get rid of his saturating our minds. And he's saturating the world right now with stinking thinking, with inappropriate thinking, with immoral thinking, with, with invalid thinking, with, with inauthentic thinking. God, God wants to give us the right thinking and the right thoughts and the right desires and the right hopes and, and the right dreams, dreams that line up with his word, will, and ways. Amen? So, 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 that, so that we can become the deposit that he wants in the world. Are you a seed? And if so, are you deposited in the world to make a difference? Are you letting your light shine? Amen, somebody. Where you work, where you live, where you play? Amen. Are you a deposit on behalf of our God? Colossians 1.13, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. You know, anybody ever uh, transplanted a, uh, a plant, took it from one pot to another pot? 
or moved it from one place in the yard to another place in the yard or took it from a place that was limiting its growth because of the size of the con container and put it, put it in a larger container so that it could continue to thrive and grow and flourish. Amen? God is in the business of relocating us so that we can thrive, flourish, blossom, grow. Amen, somebody. And, and so that the dormant you would come alive. The part of you that's unseen, that's the thing about a seed. Can I get a witness in the house? The thing about a seed, its growth and development is almost imperceptible. You don't see it happening, you know, the, 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 the roots that go down, uh, the, it sprouts up slowly, deliberately, imperceptibly, amen, but it grows, amen. In Christ, there is this growth, this inside growth that translates into outside growth, the inside manifesting itself on the outside, amen, and we become what God says we are at that point. We become this living sacrifice. Amen. Planted, deposited, making a difference. Flourishing, growing, making a difference. Amen, somebody. So, so, so God wants to convert us. He wants to transform us. He wants to make us over. He wants to seed us in the world after we've been seeded by him so that we can what? Bear fruit. Scripture talks about bearing fruit. The importance of it, how valuable it is. It talks about character development as fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, self-control, gentleness, kindness, patience. Amen. This joy, this, this seeding of the right heart, the right mind, the right attributes, the right attitude, the right disposition, the right personality that interacts with the world on behalf of our God, and we represent, and we ambassadors on his behalf because the value of the seated person is alive in the world. Amen, somebody. You know, if, if you're not seated, you're not in the game. Amen, somebody. That's why the scripture says you got to be, you must be born again. You got to receive the seed of Christ. How do you do that? By believing on him, by receiving him, by accepting him, by embracing him, by wanting him more than anything else on the face of the planet. At that point where you want him and you profess him and you acclaim him and you uh, declare him and you, 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 you pray the prayer of faith, he comes in and seeds you. Amen. He comes in. He takes up residence in you so that the corruptible becomes incorruptible. The perishable becomes imperishable. Amen. The, the, the mortal, amen, takes on immortality. Life instead of death. Joy and hope and peace instead of despair. Amen. And lifelessness. So, so the two, supernatural they be, begins to engage. And we see the supernatural in the natural world, praise God. Why can't we see it in the supernatural world? Amen? Abundant life. Jesus is sending us this, these lifelines. And we know that the, that the absence of seed is a problem. That's a curse. If you don't have seed, you can't live. You can't produce. You, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you don't have a future. So you've got to have seed. Amen, somebody. And, and the presence of seed is a blessing. 
Amen. Seed money. They call it seed money. When you got some money to invest in something, you got some money to build and grow. Amen. It's called seeding. I got some seed money for my project. Amen. I got some seed money for my ambition, my aspirations. I got some seed money. You're talking about investing and growing and proceeds and profits and dividends developing because somebody's seeding it. Amen. Folk on, on Wall Street, day traders, they're They'll sit there all day planting seeds. They, now, they got to wait for it to grow. Amen. They'll put the money here and put the money there, hoping that this soil is good. The DuPont or Monsanto, you know, or, you know, is it, is it, is it going to be good here? Is it going to be good here, there? Amen. Somebody asked me the other day, yeah, what, 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 what do you think about seed, putting some seed in the marijuana industry? <laughs> Just one of my thoughts about it. I said, well, you know, that's kind of equivalent to putting seed in the alcohol industry. Amen. It can be a little counterculture. There's all kind of manifestations and social consequences of, of, that, of, the, city, the, of the states and cities that have legalized it. Amen, somebody. They didn't realize folk going to be around. Just, just. In a stupor all the time. You know, uh, civil disobedience, you know, <laughs> you know, just, just in a stupor. You know, you can't just take a drink anywhere, right? You got to be in a certain environment. Now you're smoking anywhere, you're out anywhere. So, no, that needs some regulation. Amen, somebody. And so we could be contributing to social dysfunction. Through that investment. So guess what that says? That you got to watch where you put your seed. Amen, somebody. Are you putting your seed in good soil? Is it, is it fruitful soil? Is, is it, are you setting yourself up for the harvest? I'm talking about a sustainable harvest, a real harvest, not a, not a temporary harvest. A harvest that is sustainable, a harvest that is potentially eternal. Sowing and reaping. Yeah, we can sow and reap. The Word of God says you're going to reap what you sow. But that also, the, the inference is that you can sow some bad stuff, and as a result, you'll reap some bad stuff. So God wants us to sow the right stuff so that we can reap some good stuff, so that our accruals will count. What we accrue, the interest compounded, it, it counts, that, 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 that the growth counts, that, that the finances count, that the relationships count, uh, that, that what we're building counts, that, that is God honoring what we're attempting to build. What we're attempting to see and the seed, the person that we're trying to become. Amen, somebody. If, if you've been seeded by Christ, like the disciples were, uh, there's a text here, Peter and John, uh, they're going up in the temple at the hour of prayer, at the ninth hour, there's a man lame, and the man is lame from birth. Amen. He's been carried, whom... They, they lay daily at the gate of the temple that is called Beautiful Gate to ask alms of those entering the temple. This is also a metaphor for a, a, a lifeless person, a person that has no social impact, no physical ability, no financial resources, just, just really dead. Amen, somebody. And seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked to receive alms, and Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, look at us. 
you know, silver and gold, we don't have, but what we have in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, take up your bed, rise up and walk. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so what, is that, what is this text really saying about our life and the seeding process that God wants to give us the stuff we need to live right life the real way, the right way? And, but we'll receive a deposit from the wrong source. Money ain't enough. Amen, somebody. Somebody said, well, look, if, I, if I have some of it, I think I'd be doing a little better. <laughs> Amen. But it ain't, it's never enough. You know, the more you get, the more you want. Amen. It's never enough. That's why you need to put a limiter on how much you want. Amen. You have a lot more peace if you put a limit on it. If you don't have a limit, you won't know when you've arrived. Amen. I'm, I'm here. I'm there. I'm where I, where I asked God to take me. He's gotten me there. I'm thankful. Now, everything I got of, above and beyond that is about margin to do good. Room to make a difference. Room to do something for the behalf of the kingdom. Amen, somebody. But too often, we live with the mindset of avarice and greed, not seeding. God has called us to seed some stuff. Amen. Even when he calls us to give our tithes and offerings, that's what he's calling. He's calling us to seed the work, to seed the church, to seed the kingdom's work in the world so that this light and love of God might be shown in this region and beyond. Amen, somebody. So, so, so God wants us to break away from materialism. This guy, he's begging for alms every day. And he, and, and, and he doesn't even realize that these folk got some power to bless me. Why do they have the power to bless? Because they've been seeded by Jesus. They've been nurtured by Jesus. They've been blessed by Jesus. They've been taught by Jesus. They, they're pregnant with power and potential because they've been in relationship with Jesus. And as a result, they can help, they can heal, they can bless, they can bring in, usher in the supernatural, a miracle because of the power of Almighty God alive in them. They say, we don't have silver and gold, but what we do have in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. That's declaring a thing. And it being coming to fruition because because Jesus is in me. Is Jesus in you? Has, has, he, seated, has he seated there in you? Is he, is he alive strongly in you? Is he working in you? Is he working through you? Is he working through and in you to make a difference in somebody's life so that they might experience the kingdom, the love, the liberty, the power of a living God alive in them, praise God. God has, 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 wants us to broadcast this seed to spread it. Amen, somebody. You know, sometimes, you know, folk just want to eat the seed. You know, if you eat up all your seeds, you ain't going to have nothing to eat. Amen. You're supposed to save some seeds. You're supposed to spread some seeds. Amen. Not just keep your seed to yourself. Because when it's deposited, it comes up. It develops. It grows. It flourishes. It multiplies. So it's more blessed what to give than it is to receive. It doesn't make good walking around sense. It's not supposed to be logical. Amen. But it's an inverted mindset that God is trying to insert in us. He's, he's trying to give us a mindset of faith so that we believe and we plant seeds and we believe God for the increase. I believe God for increase. Amen. Man may provide you with temporary increase, but God 
provides eternal increase. So I'm going to bank on him. I'm going to put my trust in him. I'm, I'm going to rely on him. I'm going to depend on him, praise God, because I don't believe God's going to let me down. You got to believe that. You got to trust that. You got to be willing to relocate, praise God, where you position yourself so that you can be in a place where you can be seated. Amen. Is the word important to you? If it's important to you, you receive it, you accept it, and you believe it, and you act on it. Amen. You receive it and you apply it to your life. Amen, somebody. So are you ready and receptive to receive the seed, the word of God? Are you ready and receptive to be relocated, if you will? If, if God says, move this way, I'm going to move this way. If God says, move that way, I'm going to move that way. Because whenever I'm moving with God, I'm prospering. Whenever I'm moving against God, I am not prospering. I'm on my way to doom and destruction and despair. But when I move with God, I'm prospering. Amen, somebody. Are you ready to prosper? Jesus wants to plant himself in you. He wants to grow and flourish through you, praise God, so that you can accrue a proceed, a dividend, a reward, a blessing. Amen? Not just for you, but for the people of God. Amen? So guess what happened? This guy, his ankles were strong. His feet were strong. He began leaping and walking and, you know, leaping and praising God. And as a result of his healing and his being blessed, the, the word says a little later in Scripture that 4,000, no, 5,000 came to Christ as a result. They knew this guy, he's, he'd been crippled from, from, from birth. And here he is walking and leaping and praising God, walking and leaping and praising God. Amen? When, when, when God transforms your mind, people notice. When God transforms your heart, people take notice. Amen? When God makes a change in you, amen, it affects others and it influences others on behalf of the kingdom. So your faith can germinate. It can be saturated with the power of God. But we got to put ourselves in a position to be watered. We got to put ourselves in a position to be exposed to the sunlight, the illumination. We got to put ourselves in a position to be in fertile soil so that the roots and it sprouts up, praise God, to the glory of God. What sprouts up? The power of God manifested in you. The seed of God. You are his seed. Amen? You are the power of God. And he wants to produce a harvest in you. Do you believe that? Isaiah 40, 43 and 19, I'm almost finished. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do, not, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. God said, I'm doing a new thing. I, I want you to be that beautiful ambrosial flower sprouting up to make a difference in the world. I want you to represent me. 1 Peter 1 and 8 says, Through you, you have not, though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so Jesus is that seed that's imperceptible in many instances when you first get in with him. But if you stick with him, if you stay with him, if you stay strong with him, he becomes more and more perceptible. Well, he's closer to you than your hands and feet, nearer to you than breathing itself. 
Amen. Jesus in the midst. Jesus in my life. Jesus true to his promises. Jesus saying, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll always be with you. So you got to begin to perceive the unseen, to perceive the imperceptible, perceive that he is just as near to you as breathing itself. The Spirit of God is real. The power of God is real. Jesus is real. He's alive right here, right now, today. And he can come alive fully in you and I. Just receive him. Just accept him. Just believe on him. And when we do that, and when we begin to live out his purpose in our lives, he turns us, he transforms us into seedlings. Beautifying the corners where we are. Beautifying the places where we are. Providing sustenance and provision to people in ways that are imperceptible at first. But we began to feed the soul. We began to feed the heart. We began to feed the mind. And the mind is renewed and reestablished in Christ. So that that corruptible seed has now become incorruptible. That perishable seed has now become imperishable. That, 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 that darkness is now light. That, that wrong is now right, praise God, because the power of God is engaged and active in the lives of the children that God purposes for us to reach. You know, is Jesus bigger in your life today than he was yesterday? Amen. What about a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? If he's really alive in you, that means he's growing in you. He's bigger today than he was yesterday. Amen. If he's not bigger today, then I'm not connecting with him and I'm not living my life like a seed, like a blessing. Amen. Like an influencer. Amen. Like the light and love and liberty that God wants me to be. Amen, somebody. See, 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 Jesus places within all of us like he did that Abrahamic seed. You remember the Abrahamic seed? Where God just declared to Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. Amen, somebody. And your seed, your progeny, amen, will produce generations. Your blessing will populate, amen? The, you know, your, 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 your progeny will be, your, your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will be like the sea on, like the sands on the shore and like the stars in the sky. An Abrahamic blessing. In other words, there's more in, the, in you when you realize. And when we're in Christ, that more in us comes out. That more in us breaks out. That more in us breaks free. That more in us breaks loose. That more in the, uh, us breaks out, praise God. And when it breaks out, ain't no telling what might happen to the glory of Almighty God. Ain't no telling what kind of difference we can make for the kingdom of God. God wants to use us and he wants to seed us to make a difference. Amen, somebody. So I want you to stand all over the house and just repeat after me and say, I am a seed. Say it again. I am a seed. Lord, water me. Lord, fill me with your light. Lord, plant me in your soul. Lord, grow me up. In spite of the weeds. In spite of the wicked. Grow me up.
grow me up. Grow me up in the name of Jesus. We believe it, we accept it, and we receive it. Let's give God some praise for that. I'm a seed. So the first realization about the seed is that we want to share and we hope you take with you and build on as we build on this series is that I'm a seed. God made me to be a seed. Amen. And planted in the right soil, I flourish. Amen. You ever saw something planted in the right soil? And if it's, or it, you know, even if it's planted in the desert, it can tap into an under, underground reservoir, the aquifer, and be strong if it's planted in the right place. And then the Word of God says, I'll be like a tree planted by the rivers. I shall not be moved. So through Christ, when we're seated and we're planted, he gives us stamina and strength, amen, to stand. Storms come. Winds blow. We can stand. Amen. A tumultuous weather can occur. We can stand. Amen. We can stand strong. And we can stand long because God gives us long-suffering ability to overcome. Amen. Trauma, trouble, difficulty, suffering, sickness, sadness, sorrow. God gives us overcoming power in the name of Jesus Christ. So we claim access to that power. And when we become the seeds that God wants us to be, there's no stopping us. Amen. We can overcome the weeds. We can overcome the predators and the contaminants and the poisonous elements that's in the world. And we can be more than conquerors through the power of Almighty God. Come on, let's give God some praise for that. I want to invite somebody to acknowledge that today. To say, I'm yours, Lord. Take me, use me, mold me, shape me. I'm yours. I'm yours, Lord. I am yours. So we're acknowledging today when you step forward, when you come forth, all you're saying, I'm yours, Lord. And I want to connect with your church, your family, your foe, your fellowship. I may be new in the community, seeking a church home. It's time for a connection to take place. A connection with the Christ. A connection with his church. So we invite you to get connected today. Say, I'm yours, Lord. I am yours, and I know that you're mine. Every heart praying all over the house. We invite you to make a decision. We invite you to come now. We're going to worship for a few moments, and you're invited to come. Name above all names. Jesus, Jesus. Decision making time. He's risen from the dead. Decision making time. Step out on faith. 
call you. I call you. Your name is Jesus. There's nobody greater. Nobody stronger. No name higher. Nobody can do what you do. Nobody great. Nobody strong. Nobody bigger. Nobody can do what you do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bow your heads.